0: Hello, and thank you once again for joining my table of delight, Firestarter Ignite, a podcast on the go derived from my journey of life for your delight and encouragement. I share what's on my heart as well as the journey that I'm on with those that I'm connected to. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing a study on the book of Matthew, and you too can be part of it. Join, if you have not yet, a private Facebook group, Sword Study Delight, for discussions and further details that's facebook.com slash groups slash without further ado let's get started after jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples he went on from there to preach and teach in the towns of galilee when John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, and deaf hear. The dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor." Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothing? No, those who wear fine clothing are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Malachi chapter 3 verse 1. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not raised anyone greater than john the baptist yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he from the john from the days of john the baptist until now the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence and violent people have been raiding it for all the prophets and the law prophesied until john and if you are willing to accept it he is the elijah who was to come Whoever has ears, let them hear. Let them hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to, or, to others. We played the pipe for you and you did not dance. We sang a darj and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say he is a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. What can we learn from these scriptures? When I read the scriptures, what can I learn? What is being highlighted in my spirit right now? When I read the scriptures, I don't just read it. As a check mark next to the list, list of things that I need to do. I don't read the Word of God just because I have to. I read the Word of God because I want to. Because I want to understand the will of God. Because I want to understand. I want to be walking in all that God has in store for me. I don't read the Bible because I have to. I read it because I want to. It's not a check mark that I need to make a note of. I am learning. I am learning. I'm being taught every day. When I come before my God and I ask the Holy Spirit to guide me, instruct me, He teaches me all things that I need to know. And here is Jesus coming before the crowd. What did you go what did you expect to see? What did you expect to see? A man dressed in fine clothing Whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he who the J- John the Baptist what does it mean to be least in the kingdom of heaven? What does it mean to be least? What does it mean to be to be the least in the kingdom of heaven? And if you are least in the kingdom of heaven, you are greater than John the Baptist. There hasn't been anyone greater than John the Baptist. Jesus is challenging right here. Become least in the kingdom of heaven so that you could be greater in God's sight. Humility, surrender, becoming as one that is serving, becoming as one who does the will of the Father. Let us continue. Verse 20. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns in which most of his miracles had been performed, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorizon! Woe to you, Bethesda! For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have been... They will have repented long, long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go down to hate. For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have been remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you, what is this saying? Woe to the unrepented towns, those that continue to do the wicked the wicked deeds, that continue to uh, to persist persist in evil deeds and 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 evil actions. Not repenting before the Lord, but continually just being displeasing before God. God is saying, stop. God is saying, enough is enough. But you continue to, continue to, continue to indulge yourself in the pleasures of this world. This world is passing away. This world has nothing to offer. What are you doing being pleasuring, pleasuring yourself in the wickedness, pleasuring yourself in this world? Yes, your your soul is desiring. Yes. I mean, your, your flesh is desiring the things of this world, but you are not of this world. You are not of this world. Therefore, deny the pleasures of the world. Deny the pleasures of the world. It's not easy. I can tell you that much. It's not easy. It wasn't easy for me. It will not be easy for you. It wasn't easy for the apostles. It wasn't easy for anyone that have desire to follow after Jesus. They've got to deny the pleasures. They've got to deny the flesh. they got to deny and follow Jesus. Are you willing to deny the pleasures of this world? Are you willing to deny the flesh? Are you willing to put down that which is damaging you? Repent. Repent. So Jesus does not look upon you and denounces your city and says, Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethesda. Woe to you, Capernaum. Woe to you, Tyre and Sidon. the miracles were performed the wonders were performed in these towns but they did not repent they saw the wonders they saw the greatness but they did not repent and, th- and therefore Jesus denounced the towns the unrepentant towns towns that refuse to repent that refused to put down their desires. They refuse to put down their pleasures. They refuse because it was more pleasurable. Anyone who loves their mother or father more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son and daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Will you give up the pleasures of this world? Will you deny your flesh and pick up your cross and follow him? That is the question. Father, help us. Father help us. Help us Lord at this hour, this minute Lord, to recognize. Recognize where we have been wrong. Recognize. Even those areas that we do not discern, even those areas that are hidden within us. Who can discern their own errors? Forgive our hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. May they not rule over us. Then we will be blameless and, and, and innocent of great transgression. May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, my Lord and my Redeemer. Forgive me, Lord. I know I'm human. I know make mistakes. I know I don't, do, I don't always do the right thing. But help me not to indulge myself in the pleasures of this world. And help me to deny the pleasures and deny my flesh at times. The desires to do wrong. The desires to indulge on the wickedness. Help me to reject every kind of, every kind of evil and every kind of wickedness. If it appears evil, Father God, help me to let go. Help me to put it down in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Don't, ha- don't, don't let me continually watch and continually uh, indulge my soul in that wickedness. That is not for me. Help me to reject. Help me to reject. I ask right now that you look upon me with compassion and forgive me of my wrongs. When I read the Word of God, I must allow the Holy Spirit to correct me. I must allow the Holy Spirit to teach me. I must allow the Holy Spirit to guide me. Because if I am prideful and arrogant in my thoughts, if I'm thinking that I know better, if I think that uh, I've already got to figure out, then I'm already lost. I cannot be as if I know everything. There's so much to learn. We only see a little part of it. We don't know everything. Let us be humble. Let us walk in humility. And seek the will of God above anything else in our life. Amen. And verse 25. At that time Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father. For this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. And my burden and light is light. The Lord will carry your burdens. Come to me. Come to Him. Come to Him willingly. Put down everything that is bothering you. Put down everything that is frustrating you. Put down anything that is worrying you. Come to Him. Take His yoke of peace, of joy, of protection. And learn from him. He is gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest. You will find rest for your souls. As you give it up to the Lord. Father God, we come before you this moment. We lay our burdens down at the foot of the cross. We ask you, Lord, that you pick up our burdens. And that you carry our burdens for us. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus anything that is worrying us right now anything that that makes us feel frustrated anything any kind of anxiety in us any kind of fear any kind of doubt anything that is worrying us anything that is that is uh burning us anything that is burning us anything that is pushing us pressing on us in the mighty and powerful name of jesus we lay down at the foot of the cross I don't desire to carry these heavy burdens of mine because I will continually be frustrated and worrisome. But as I lay my burdens down before you, I know, God, that you are able to carry them for me. I know that you are able to carry for me. Give rest. Give rest to my soul. I want to find rest for my soul. For your yoke is easy and your burden is light. This concludes chapter 12. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some, grains of, some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and he and his companions are, ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful to them, for them to do, but only for the priest? Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on the Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you, That something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the innocent, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Sabbath. What is Sabbath? Sabbath is a day set aside for rest and worship. According to the Old Covenant, And regulation of the law, one could not cook, travel, or do any activities on this day, but observe it unto the Lord. Some worship on a Sunday, while others still observe this day. Some, however, take it to the extreme, not understanding the full purpose of the Sabbath. While Sabbath has some good benefits and the law itself is good, yet sin at the touch of the law was forced to express itself as a sin woken up the evil desires within us. The contact of the law showed the sinful nature of sin. What a wretched sinner that I am. All who rely on observing the law are under a curse. Cursed is anyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. No one is justified by the law. Because the righteous will live by faith. Praise be to God who saves me and redeems me from the law and the curses of sin. I have died to the law through the body of Christ. I belong to another. Dying to, one, to what once bound me, I have been released from the law so that I may serve in the new way of the spirit. Not in the old way of the written code, but in the way of the spirit. Rest in the finished work of Christ. Stop working to gain approval. Jesus loves you as you are. Come to him. Lay your burdens down and allow Jesus to step in and fill the rest. No one is justified by the law. No one is justified by the law because the righteous will live by faith, confidence, and assurance of the unknown. Now that we have a little bit of understanding what the Sabbath is. Let us go further. The disciples were hungry. They had an emergency. They were hungry. And they begin to do what was unlawful to do on this day of Sabbath. And Pharisee. They ran. Look, look. Look, Jesus. Your disciples are doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. Jesus saw what they did. But he also said, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Pharisee, all about sacrifice. Pharisee is all about how good I look in front of others. How can I please others? How can I please the law? How can I observe the law to a T? Not realizing that the law condemns, that the law puts you under a curse. Because if you don't do everything that the law says, you are cursed by the law. Jesus is perfect. No one is perfect. Therefore, we cannot rely on observing the law. We cannot rely. We cannot rely. What is corruptible. We cannot rely upon what is corruptible. And easily swayed. We must rest in the finished work of Christ. Going on from that place. He went into Senegal. And a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus. They asked him. Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Once again the Pharisee were at work. They wanted to accuse Jesus looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus. They used the law of God to bring charges against the word of God, Jesus, son of God. Jesus had an answer for them. He said, if any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. But where does the line draw? What is good and what is bad? Taking care of my family is good, right? Traveling is good, right? I observe the day to the Lord. So where does the line draw? What is good and what is bad? Jesus had an answer for them. Jesus had an answer for them. Then he said to the men, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out and it was completely restored. Just as sound as the other. But the Pharisee went on and plotted how they might kill Jesus. They weren't satisfied. They weren't satisfied with what Jesus gave them. They wanted answers. And they wanted answers fast, and so they plotted. And if you plot in your heart to go against someone, you, if you plot in your heart to to bring someone to uh, to bring someone to uh, to Jesus and, and accuse them, you've already committed that sin. You plotted. That desire has been ignited in you to 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 go and kill. To go and destroy, to go in and, and steal, which is the purpose of Satan. Are you the instrument of Satan or are you the instrument of God who gives hope and a future and expect an end? Let us go to verse 15. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from the place. Right here, Jesus knew. Jesus saw the, their hearts and he, he could perceive their thoughts. He withdrew from that place. He could not stay there no longer. He had to go. He knew that they were plotting in their hearts, so he withdrew from that place. Sometimes we got we to gotta get away from some people. If we see that they are used as an instrument of wickedness, we've got to draw away from those people. Because all they're doing is plotting. All they're doing is... Is setting you up to fail you. Let's continue. A large crowd followed him, and he healed all who were ill. He warned them not to tell others about him. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant, whom I have chosen, the one I love, in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him. And he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break. And a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Till he has brought justice through to victory. In his name the nations will put their hope. Isaiah chapter 42 verses 1 through 4. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah was prophesying this moment. Verse 22. Then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisee heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. They didn't believe in him. They didn't believe that he was the son of God. They didn't believe that he was the Messiah. Therefore, they were looking for excuses because they didn't believe. Because they didn't believe, they were looking for excuses and and reasons to bring this man charges against this man jesus knew their thoughts jesus knew their thoughts and said to them every kingdom divided itself will be ruined and every city or household divided against itself will not stand if satan drives out satan he is divided against himself how then can his kingdom stand and if i drive out demons by Beelzebub, like you say by whom do your people drive them out so then they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Jesus is speaking. Jesus is speaking the truth. Though it's not easy to hear the truth sometimes, Jesus is speaking it. But they were following him. They were continually following him they were continually looking for excuses, looking for a reason to bring him bring him to the higher authorities. don't be a Pharisee don't be a Pharisee. if you are looking to accuse someone, if you are searching to bring uh, to bring bring somebody to the high officials if you are plotting in your heart to kill someone, you are considered a Pharisee. You are considered a Pharisee. You don't have to be the religious Pharisee to be considered a Pharisee. You are, you are a Pharisee by the deeds that you do. Verse 29. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Jesus was uh, sharing some some uh, insights right here, some nuggets. Whoever has ear, hear it. Can you hear it? What is God saying right here? What is Jesus saying? Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so I tell you every kind of every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or the age to come. Be careful when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. Be careful when you speak against people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. Be careful. Because it says that every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven you. Be careful. Verse 33. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. What are the fruits of the Spirit? Gentleness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, love, joy, peace, self-control. What are the characters that you carry? What are the characteristics that you carry? What type of fruits do you carry on your tree? What type of fruits do you carry on your tree? A fruit? A tree is recognized by its fruit. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me who you are. I'm just going to look at your deeds. I'm just going to look at what you do to tell you who you are. You brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? He called them out. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. If your heart is full of bitterness, that is all you're going to bring. Bitterness. If your heart is full of pride, that is all you're going to bring is pride. If your your heart is full of malice, that is all you're going to bring is full of malice. Be careful what you let into your heart. Because everything that flows from the heart flows to the outside. Into the heart flows to the outside. Be careful. Be careful your eyes. Be careful your ears. Be careful your hands, your feet. Be careful. There's a song. Oh, be careful little eyes of what you see. Oh, be careful little eyes of what you see. For the Father is above, he's watching down with love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little eyes. What you watch is going to flow into your heart. No, the devil will tell you, no, 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 no. This is just entertainment. Do not believe the lies of the enemy. Do not believe the lies of the enemy. For what you watch is what you become. These are your thoughts. These are your thoughts. And these thoughts are formed from images that you see. Oh, be careful little eyes. Oh, be careful little ears. Be careful. Be careful. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. Be careful what you say. For by your words you will be acquainted, equipped, acquainted. and by your words you will be condemned. By your own words, be careful what you say. Be so very careful about what you say. Don't just say anything that you feel like. Be careful. Be careful. And if you have indulged yourself on the wickedness, as long as you're still alive, you have hope. As long as you're still breathing, you have hope to do better. You have hope to make better choices for yourself. There is hope. There's grace. There's mercy of God. Use it. Reach out and grab hold of his promises. Reach out and grab hold of his grace. Reach out and grab hold of his mercy. It is available to you. It is available to you. Let us continue. Verse 38. Then some of the Pharisee and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. As if that's not enough, right? They tried to accuse him. They kept watching him. They were looking after every action and deed that he did. Now they want a sign from Jesus. And Jesus, he knew what they were thinking. He knew their thoughts. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The man of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with his generation, with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom and now something greater than Solomon is here. What is Jesus saying? What is Jesus saying right here? He's prophesying. Right here, he's prophesying the future. He's prophesying the future. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go up and live in there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. Lord have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Let us not be like the evil, wicked generation that seeks for a sign. Verse 46. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside waiting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to them, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mothers and my brothers. For what whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Whoever does the will of the Father is my mother and my brother. That is a tough, tough pill to swallow, isn't it? We call everyone brother, sister. We call everyone. That's my mom. That's my dad. You know, spiritual mom, spiritual dad. Are they doing the will of the father? What is the will of the father? That none shall perish but receive everlasting life. None shall perish but receive an everlasting life. That everybody comes to repentance. That is the will of the Father. Now, now, Jesus, you might say, he's heartless. What is he talking about? You know, his mom and brothers are in there inside and he's talking, no, who is my mother and who is my brother? Jesus wasn't heartless. He was truthful. He spoke the truth. He spoke the truth. We, as disciples of Jesus, must follow in his footsteps. We must do as he did. We must seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness first and foremost before anything else in this world. Are we seeking the will of God? Are we seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Are we seeking that which is valuable, that which is treasurable? Or are we just about our business? Are we just about our pleasures? Are we about what we want and what we feel and what we desire? What are we about? I want us to ask that question right now. Am I pleasing? Am I pleasing to God in my actions, my behavior and my conduct? Am I pleasing to God or do I do whatever I want to do? That is a hard pill to swallow. That is a hard pill to swallow. But listen, I'm not here to condemn. I'm here to bring knowledge. I'm here to bring knowledge. I'm here to, to send an understanding. That as long as you live, you still have a chance to repent. You have a chance to do better. Repent simply means to turn around and do better. Not continue to do what you wanted to do. Not continue to 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 uh, not continue to do as your heart desires. But turn around in your actions and behavior and conduct. Turn around completely. It requires for you to turn around. For God to, to to give you a new slate. For God to give you mercy. For God to give you forgiveness. It doesn't just come automatically. You've got to stop what you're doing first. Stop. Stop doing what you're doing first. And I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself too. Stop doing what you're doing right now and turn around. Stop doing what you're doing and turn around in your actions, your behavior, and in your conduct. Help us, Lord. Help us acknowledge that we are wrong. Help us, Lord, to seek the will of the Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 This concludes chapter 12 of the book of Matthew. Stay tuned for the next chapter.